Hello everyone, it's your girl Firestarter from the world famous Vertical Joes in Atlanta and I would like to welcome you to the Vertical Joes podcast. Today, I'm super excited to bring to you our special guest from the hit TV show on stars, P-Valley, Miss Brandy Evans. We're going to get all the juicy details from Brandy on her life story, how she got started, and how you can become a part of P-Valley. Now, for those of you who have not had a chance to watch P-Valley, it is an amazing TV show that is based around a script club and Chocolisa, okay? So you got to make sure that you binge watch this show. They're only on episode four, guys, so there's so much time. When I tell you the show is so juicy, the tea is so tasty, and these women who are in this strip club have a story to tell. Everyone has someone that they can relate to, and outside, you know, of the club, you know, their mothers and and daughters, and you know, they have ambitions and they have dreams and they have love and they have relationships, and that's just like a portion of it. You got characters like. Uncle Clifford and Lil Murda, you know, and DJ Never Scared and Andre that have interesting stories as well. So you must check it out. Now, before we dive into this interview, let me take a moment to give out a few thank yous. Big thank you to DV8 Couture. Thank you so much for sponsoring the prize packets for our listeners. Big shout out to X-Pole, guys. The polls that are actually featured in the pink um, came from X-Pole. So um, it's really cool to actually be able to say, hey, you know, we know this company. We're a part of this company. This company supports us and I own an X-Pole myself. So those 16 foot brass poles that are in the pink came from X-Pole. All right. My girl at Pole Dance Nation, y'all, Nikki St. John from Pole Dance Nation. Make sure you're following Pole Dance Nation. They're so amazing. And they have a book on Amazon called Pole Dancer. So if you love reading books, especially sweet, juicy books with lots of drama, you need to check out Pole Dancer. Okay. Lastly, I want to say this. If you watch P-Valley and you feel inspired and you want to train with some of the ladies that are actually on the show, you can find um, some of the performers at the Chrome Bar in Nashville and at Foxy Fitness in New York. Okay, so two of the lead stunt doubles are um, can be found at these studios. So make sure that you follow them, make sure you support them, and make sure that you are following Vertical Joe's, the home of P-Valley, okay? Oh, snap, look, guys, it's my buddy! Hi! Bye! How are you? What's up? I am good. Listen, my, my tail was over there on Vertical Joe's um, live, looking like they <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Were you not an English teacher, Randy? Like, really? Girl, girl, we is on Zoom today, and I am, I was in here talking to myself, like I'm I'm actually was like feeling like a little nervous, you know what I mean about this interview. But I was like, oh my god, like what's going on? So I was in here talking to myself, um, but I'm done talking to myself because my friend is here. Okay, I'm loving the hair, loving the look. Thank you. Some flowers for you, sis. Ooh, yeah. I should have been in my flaws. I wasn't thinking. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I got my, I got 
some civilian clothes. So I'm gonna put my civilian. Let me get. Let me get. Looks like a little yes. murder. Yes, jacket. But you, you know that the cloth was ready, okay? So now we sitting here with jacket and drawers now. <sighs> jacket oh. and drawers, I love it. Jacket and drawers. So, sis, let's start out with some things that I know that the poll people want to know. Everybody already knows who you are. We know you are Mercedes, the HBIC at the Pink on P Valley superstar. We have been stalking everything you have been doing. Okay, now the poll people have questions now that you are a bona fide pole dancer. Okay, hey, so the first question is Do you prefer spinning pole or static pole? Ooh, static only because I'm still getting more comfortable with the spinning, and the spinning still be making me dizzy a little bit. So I'm like, (laughs) it gets a little scary on the spinning pole. Okay, for sure, and, and fair enough. I don't think any of us enjoy spin initially. It grows <laughs> on you, for sure. Okay, yeah. so then does Miss Mercedes prefer stilettos or boots? Oh, it depends on the situation. If okay. we're going out, it's always a stiletto, but if we can okay. chill those, we can give you a good old strong boot. A Timberland. Okay, okay. okay. so you can go either way? Okay, yep. all right. So um, if it was one pole trick you had to do, for your set for every Mercedes Sunday, what would that trick be? The Bam Fairy. The Bam Fairy. Oh, no hesitation. Okay, I like that. All right. So then the next one is a twofer. What is the first pole trick that you ever learned, and what is the goal pole trick that you want to learn? Oh, that's a good one. What's the first one? Um. Ah, Spider taught me to, what is the name of it, where you cross your legs and you lay back? Um, that is a layback. It is a cross ankle release. Cross ankle release. Yes. Okay. And then I remember because she goes, do sit-ups now. At like yes. out the blue. And then she starts spinning me. Spider says, you're going to learn today. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. That, that, is, that is a dive in, but you nailed that. And you slayed that on a spinning pole, which is very difficult to do. So then what is the goal oh. trick for the future? Oh. Goal trick for you. I know, I know oh, you got you know what? I want to do, um, I don't know what that trick is where you, where you um, invert and then the Superman, I think. Superman. Superman is a good trick. That's an I want the Superman, trick. but I also want to slide with it and stop. Oh, oh, you, you want to hit like a Superman drop situation. Yes, I want okay. Superman drop. Yeah. Okay, I'm into it. And I feel yeah. like, I feel like you're right around the corner from that right there because you definitely got some tricks under your belt. That Superman drop is all about pain tolerance. Okay. One it's about what time? Pain, pain tolerance. Okay. It hurts. It hurts. Like the knee hold, how it's just like pain tolerance. Uh-huh. But once you get it, you know, I mean, when you nailed the cross ankle release, remember how initially it was like. Yeah, initially I thought somebody would beat me with a bat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. But it ended up being <laughs> a good thing a little bit later. You just built up your pole me. All right. Okay. So my final poll question is. Tell us uh, pole, pole dancers that have inspired you. You, I mean, you work with so many people. Yeah. All the OGs of the game, but who inspired you? It's still got to, it's going to be Spider still, because that was yeah. my first introduction into getting into it. I'm a liar. No, it's you, because we're going to go all the way back to the Little Wayne tour. Oh, my God. 
that was when I first saw it and was like, man, she looked like a black Barbie doll up there. Like, oh my God. Beautiful. So every night, no matter what happened, I always saw your pose every night. Just so you know. You know, you know yeah. what's crazy about that? Now I'll say this. I thank you so so much for saying you know I love Spider. Me and Spider was in a pole battle together and I was like fifth and she was third and she was taking it home, honey. Let me tell you, she's yeah. a killer. Uh, she's your, I think she's your pole mama then. Yeah. It, 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 okay, so Spider's your pole mama for sure. It's so funny to me that you bring that up because I'm I'm actually about to talk about that, but um, a lot of people don't know that we go way back from the backup dancing scene, and I was on a tour with Little Wayne Pole Dancing, and you were on a, the same tour, backup dancing yep. for pleasure. He and I yep. remember that you were like the like star dancer like of the set. I'm sorry, like uh, I still remember you. You said this handstand to a flip. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, you was watching. Us that was my go-to trick. No sin. You, you was watching us, but we was also watching you, sis. So you've always uh, been that chick. You've always been a superstar. And um, I know you inspire so many because you're just always a badass dancer. Always have been, just period. All right. So that brings me to this thing. I wanted to ask you, you are living every backup dancer's dream. Most backup dancers don't want to dance forever. Uh, funny enough, uh, right? Um, they want to, you know, become actresses or maybe they want a music career or, you know, uh, maybe they want to become a director. But a lot of times the, the journey is so hard. I've seen people move to L.A. and next thing you know, they're, they're right back in Atlanta. Like they couldn't right. survive it. They, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't manage it. You know, they, they weren't booking. It was too stressful. Like, tell me, tell me just about this journey um, that you've been on and what can you advise for dancers that are you know under this same kind of like trying to pursue this dream of you know becoming like the next thing that they want to become um absolutely trust yourself um and not compare your don't compare yourself to other people um i remember when i first got out here i was like do i want to do more and then i would see other people talk about how difficult it was to be an actor so i tried to push that back at first and i was just like Oh no, because it's difficult. And then, oh my God, all that studying and and you know, do I have the money to pay for acting classes? Like I thought of everything negative because I'd heard right. how hard it was instead of just trusting myself and going, okay, God will figure this out. Just 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 go audit. You know what I mean? Just go try and do something. Um, research for yourself instead mm -hmm. of listening to people. So then, when I started researching for myself, that's when I found Tisaw and Tasha Smith, who, in of course, in episode six, yeah. is our director. But yeah. um, that journey is very difficult. Um, it is possible to do it without selling your soul to the devil. Um, because I can that truly part. say that I did not sleep with anyone to get where I am. And it's a good feeling to, to feel that, ladies. So For you sure. can do this. Um, don't let people sell you those false dreams because I've had that happen too. I was offered $10,000 mm -hmm. a week, literally. And all of my mama's medical bills to be paid mm -hmm. and the car. And mm -hmm. I did not do it. And wow. Some people the offer, the offer was on the food. table. Yeah. The offer. full offer was on the table. Wow. I just I I could not do it. I was like, I gotta be able to it took my little brother because I actually texted my little brother one day and was like, I'm gonna do it because I, I needed money for my mother. And mm -hmm. and then he he's like, I don't know what you're about to do, but make sure you can look at yourself in the mirror the next day. And then I did not do it. 
But like that, wow. that came from Tara, who has now passed away with Dance Crash, we know mm. when she was out in Atlanta. And yeah. um, that, that phone call came after I sent that text. And that was God going, uh-uh, no, baby girl, we got something for you. And that's when I knew I got Dance Crash. So God will always step in, look at those signs, follow those signs, because God is right there along the way, the whole way. We just got to be willing to, to see him and not the other dream that everybody's trying right. to Right, for sure. And and that's just crazy because um, a lot of times when people know that, that soft spot with you, like, I think everyone knows that you would do anything for your mother. You know exactly. what I mean? Right. And and people will justify it and then later be, like, miserable about it, you know? Right. So it, it is amazing that you were able to, you know, say, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to go through with it because I'm not right. going to be able to feel good about myself. Exactly. So, and in trusting, you know, yourself and trusting this process, like what are the things, um, besides, I guess, the obvious, like, you know, prayer, obviously, um, right. besides like prayer, what are the things that like kept you going uh, during this process? Because obviously you're going to hit, you know, rock bottom, you know, at some point, there's no way else right. but up, you know what I mean? And then, you know, things really start to elevate. So what, what kept you going during this process? I just kept saying, I'm not going back home. Like, and if you go home, have you truly done everything that you could have done morally correct? You know what I mean? To, to pursue your dream. Have you researched? Have you audited? Have you gone to these free things that they're offering? You know what I mean? And then when you start doing these thing, things, work begets work. And so, you know, if, and maybe you weren't doing, a, you were not getting paid for some of them. I did do a lot of free things or read for people, whatever I needed to do, right. but I'm also learning in along the process. So while I'm being a reader for someone, I'm also learning how it, how it feels to audition. I'm watching what it means to have a screen test and things of that sort. Mm. So you have to position yourself, even with dancers, like how do you think you're going to go on tour and you're not taking a class from a tour dancer or anything? Cause that, you know what I mean? Like, what are right. you doing? Take exactly. the classes. And if you don't have money for the classes, pick a class every week and audit one, like think right. outside the box, find a way. Right. Right, for sure. Now, you brought up the audition process. So I want to know how grueling was this audition process? Like, what was it like? Because I know that P-Valley auditions, were, it was going on for probably at least two years. You know, like, right. what, what was that process like for, for you? Like, what it, how, like, did you get, like, the first set of callbacks? Was it a while before you heard anything back? Like, how did that go? Mine went pretty quick when I finally got the audition because you, you've heard mm. the story about me not being able to get in the room at first. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, when I finally got in the room, um, I got a call back within like a couple of days. And mm -hmm. then I've got the call back. And it's that moment where you just felt like I did everything. I had on six inch, maybe seven inch stilettos. I did a front yeah. hand spring in yeah. the room. Like, you name it, I was doing it. Handstands, everything. Um, yeah. I didn't hold back. And I just wanted to be like, if y'all don't pick me, I did everything that I could have done um, from dance wise to emotionally coaching. Um, after the first callback, they gave me notes. And then I worked with my acting coach and I, you know, applied those notes that Raquel Gardner gave me and they could tell the difference. Just be ready to take direction on the spot and go full out. Go full out, honey. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. So now that you are here, like last summer you were filming. Now yes. this summer you are 
a superstar and we're so in a weird. pandemic. Like, I, but but just brandy, that's so weird to me. Yo, to like it's insane. So what what's it what is it like right now for you? I know that some of the things that would normally be happening, like maybe going from city to yeah. city doing interviews, it's all happening virtually, you know, it, it's an interview every five minutes, it's a this, it's a that. Like how has your life changed from last summer to this summer now that P Valley is on the air? Um, of course the interviews all the time the uh, lots of lots of conversations um family um my family being able to see what i've been working for has been the most beautiful moment to see like this is why i missed this event you know there's an artist by the name of javante with a song Mm -hmm. called dreams and he's like i miss so many family family functions out here trying to make it you know because i ain't really won yet and i'm like that's how i So for my my family to see, it feels really good. Um, it's shocking for people to to say stuff like she responded to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna respond. I'm, right. I'm just like you. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that, that's how I feel. Is I'm like I am still Brandy. I want to remain this way. Honestly, yes. I like that feeling of yes. feeling like yes, I can respond to a fan. I never want to get to a place where I feel like I cannot. That's um, like that's the, that is definitely the coolest part about you. Like I feel like you're always so kind to people and just really like like 100% like straight up and down and then yes people have noticed like yo you can actually talk to her she'll she'll respond (laughs) to you she'll speak to you because people just don't expect that to happen because it's not like the usual thing so you mentioned your family what's your position in your family like are you like the like the breadwinner for the family or were you oh no my family holds that one very well okay Um, tell us about my my little brother is a military man um a husband of two beautiful little boys and Mm. then i've got my big brother who is is running his own stuff too with three three beautiful sons and i'm in the middle so i'm the only girl yeah you're the only girl and you just you're just doing your part because the family's been great so you're just just doing your part y'all holding it together but um, they, they are my bodyguards, girl, child, and especially with this show. I'm like, if, mm. if y'all call me one more day. But because <laughs> they're, they're just big brothers. They're concerned. So speaking of the big brothers as bodyguards, because I know my brother is a bodyguard, and he's always uh-huh. hating on people trying to get with me. What is the dating life doing now that, one, we're in the <laughs> pandemic, and two, you're a superstar on TV? What is the dating life doing? And see, for me, that's the one part of my life that I am going to keep quiet always. Ooh, I like it. I like it. That's the one part I'm holding on to. (laughs) Keep keep it quiet, but there, 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 just in case things get a little sticky. They may not be there. It may just be me. I'm loving it. I'm I'm into it. And I, I think that's like the, the smartest thing that anyone mm-hmm. of any status can do. Just even right. like your average person, like sometimes when you pump too much into Instagram or into, yeah. you know, Facebook or just out in general, mm-hmm. that you start getting all this, you know, unwanted, you know, energy, you know, a lot yeah. of times. So definitely, definitely important to protect yourself, you know, yeah, in that, in that manner. Keep something to yourself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that makes so much sense. So, I'm into it. So then, um, oh, you listen, you you answered, like, 
half of the things that I was going to ask you. Oh, okay. This is what I want to ask you about. Um, tell me about embracing your womanly figure. You know what I mean? Yes, I, I've heard mentions of this, but I will say like 10 years ago, neither one of us was shaped the way that we We were, now. right, right. <laughs> we did not have, I look back on tour and I look like this remote control right here. Like, like we was kind of hungry, you know, we was looking a little, Little thin, you know. Like, I, I, I was drinking Slim Fast, trying to stay slim on that tour. If we're honest, so like, what is that about? But uh, so I know, like for me, teaching like pole dancing classes kept me in a position where I was like, you know what? This is me. This is my body. I'm around right. these ladies. This is their body. Everybody's loving up on each other. Um, right. But in an industry uh, where it's always been like a requirement to not be shapely. Like, right. how did you find, you know, comfort in embracing your womanly figure? It was being around all of the other ladies, especially even you, Joe, like you would be in there just cleaning the pole in your shorts. And I'm just like, she's so comfortable. You know what I mean? Like yeah. seeing that and, or, or seeing a woman and going, oh wait, what's that? was that a little piece of cellulite like me? Does <laughs> she look comfortable? Or are those stretch marks and she is not sure. putting on a full booty short, she will go up to a thong and not care that you see them. Like, why do I care so much? Why do I think I'm not beautiful? Why do I think something's wrong with me? And then this woman is walking around like she's beautiful. And I'm thinking, yes, she's beautiful too, but you can see that her beauty, but you can't see right. your own. So, right. you know, it's, it's that my, mindset of getting in, that, in my mind to say, hey, I'm beautiful too, just like she's beautiful. But I would see someone else and think, oh, they're beautiful. But then look at myself and think, I'm, something's wrong with me. And I think right. because I was just always told, you know, well, you got to slim down or I see a little bit more cellulite. That means you've been eating more. So I'm like, it's a bad thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, boo, it's my body. It's called life. I've been through some things. So, yes. yeah. Yes, yes. And, I, and I'm, I'm very thankful, you know, as well that the industry and the media in general has been a lot more open about, you know, representation because it's like, hey, like we're looking for some curves and some bodies and some melanated complexions. We, you know what I mean? Like there needs to be more variety. And I feel like there is, and P-Valley is also helping with that. So a couple more things I know you've got to go. Oh, no, I no. wanted to know, um, I got a call the other day from a stranger who basically told me that she felt that she went to a seminar. She was not a woman of color. She went to a seminar in which they told her that twerking objectifies black women. So she took it on herself to begin to call people that were teaching twerk and tell us that we were doing something wrong. So of course, indeed, I had to gather her on the history of twerk um, and representation out. of African dance. So until African dance uh, is abolished for no reason, um, ma'am. You don't get to take our dance style and our dance culture away from us, okay? We're celebrating each other, and no one's objectifying anyone. And it, it was also interesting to me that she didn't even know our studio was a women's-only studio and that mm -hmm. we help women increase their self-esteem. So my question to you is, what do you, what do you have to say to the people who think that P-Valley is some way objectifying women or just um uh I've seen people sometimes say that oh you know it's glorifying exotic dancers I don't think it's anything wrong with that because they are right. you know people too but 
Um, I feel like Key Valley is such a, a big piece of a woman's life and a woman's story. And right. it's in no way objectifying anyone, it's, it's celebrating us and it's all from a woman's eyes. But from your perspective, you know, in accepting this role and being like this head person that is representing Key Valley, what do you have to say to the people who, you know, kind of have it twisted or don't understand, you know, the culture or the lingo or feel like, you know, uh, portraying a dancer is objectifying women? Um, I think it's all about doing research. The problem, period, in this world is that people don't do their research. They just look at something and decide if they like it or don't like it or what the majority says. Um, we had people that hadn't even seen the show and spoke, spoke about it. And now everyone's backpedaling now that we got a season two. You know, right. like, well, let me yeah. watch this. Wow, this is actually about something. So um, I think that everyone needs to take a moment and educate themselves on it and realize what's happening, why women are doing this. Some women are taking these classes or even in the clubs to boost their own self-esteem. They might mm -hmm. be going through things. It might be just their own freedom and liberation, which they're entitled to. And when it all boils down to it, it's their bodies and they choose to do whatever they want to. So why do you even care? Stay in your lane. For sure. And the crazy thing is every woman on this show has a story that every woman can relate to. If it isn't you, you got a friend who has been, you know, uh, experiencing domestic violence, or you got, you got someone in your life that you don't, you know, they're living a double life, but you're not sure. And all of us have a, a friend who is straddling the fence as a, as a dancer, who is also trying to establish a, a new business, you know, as well. So I definitely think that's a cool thing. Okay. So <laughs> what's yeah. next? Okay, um, not you have to be like specific, specific, but like, <laughs> is there anyone that you want to like work with or like, like what's, what's the next goal? Now you're like a star on a TV show. Most people are like, oh, I'm going to be like a supporting role. Let me be an extra. Oh, let me be a supporting role. Okay, yeah. a boom, now a star. You know what I mean? Some people take them 10 years alone just to become the star of a show. So now that you uh -huh. are that, what is next? What's, what's. I don't know. I don't know what's next. I know I'm going to I'm going to finish my book. I'm going to write my book. My friends are like finish or start. I have no Okay. Um I'm going to do my book. I want to do comedy. I really want to do comedy and and some action. Um Oh, I can see some action too. Yes. I I want to work with Angela. I will work with Angela Bassett. Yes! Um I will work with Meryl Streep. Yes. And I will work with Denzel. Um, fun, honey. Yes. But I just I just wanna enjoy using using my vessel and, and, and making art. And right now my biggest thing is just to prepare my mind and body and spirit for season two of P Valley. All right. So here we go. Y'all you, you you gave me everything that I needed to know. Take the final question, okay? Okay. I'm, I'm not going to get you with the accents or the impersonations. You done, you done gave me all the things already. Okay. I think that the ladies want to know, because I've seen it, people are asking, how can I get on P-Valley? I ain't going to talk about them and how they ain't come to that first set of auditions thinking it was a scam and a game. Okay. But now they know it's real. Now they right. know it's real, Mercedes. Because now, listen, the bar is like up. Uh, oh, child, yeah. these auditions you can't, you can't. season one, man. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, the bar is set up here. 
So it's going to be crazy. It's about to be crazy. I don't know what these auditions are about to look I can't like. Wait to watch these <laughs> what? So how can a chick or a dude, okay, get on P Valley as a whole and aerial performer? Wow. Oh. I know right now nothing happening, y'all, because of COVID nineteen. So we're there right now. But I would just say, make sure your agents or whoever is representing you is familiar with who does the casting in Atlanta, because oh. we never know, you know, who's going to cast something. Schedules change, but make sure that you are familiar with who is doing casting. Look at who casted this season, and then the casting directors within Atlanta. Period. Just so you can be in the loop and you don't miss nothing from background to speaking roles and whatever. Because I'm telling you, once you get the P Valley. It is a journey, and you are going to love it no matter what position you play in it. For sure. And I want to say one thing about Brandy is she is a relationship woman, honey. So if you don't know how to develop genuine relationships, you need to learn that skill, okay? So, guys, that's it. My friend got to go. Brandy, thank you so much for making our day. I'm so happy, so proud of you, bud. And we will be tuned in Sunday, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. All right, yes. Mercedes Sunday. Yes, Mercedes Sunday. It's my last dance. Oh, my gosh. I know. We got posters. We put out the posters. <laughs> We're going to give them away at the watch party. So we are excited about yes. Mercedes' Thank last you. dance, honey. I know it's going to be wicked. Thank all right. you. See y'all later. Bye. I'll see you next season at Vertical Joe's. Believe it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I know I sure did. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching the Vertical Joe's podcast. Be sure to check us every other week for more juicy episodes and follow us at Vertical Joe's on Instagram and visit us at www.verticaljoes.com.